Hello everyone, my name is Micah Jones and welcome back to another episode of the Heartsaber Podcast, which is a relationship love series, you know, uh, by your host, me, <laughs> on your Lifesavers Podcast. This is the second part of an episode that I did, I think, two podcasts ago, Three Things I Learned From My Ex. And it's not just three, that's why there's a part two and there will sure, sure be a part three and part four. I learned a lot from this toxic relationship. And I think there's a lot in here that you guys could possibly learn for yourself and maybe even realize, oh, shoot, my ex did the same thing. I learned this. You know what I mean? Just trying to get you guys to open up more because one thing that I always say is is that you should never get into another relationship if you didn't learn the lessons from the last one. Because then you'll end up most likely repeating it with the next person, right? Allowing them to treat you the same way, allowing them to do things that were very similar to your last ex, right? That's where the phrase... Uh, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I'll get on point, I, pro- I promise, is all girls are the same, right? Or all boys are the same. That phrase comes from people who don't learn from their last relationship and therefore allow themselves to pick and choose and be with the same exact kinds of people again who will only do the same things and break their heart once again. Well, now that we got that out of the way, let's get into the first one. The f- number one thing that I learned from my ex, I probably say in in this set of three is, one day they may say that they love you, but then the next day ghost you. The key is not to believe words, to believe their actions. Like I remember uh, before I was ghosted for about, I don't know, a month and a half or two for my, for my, uh, a couple exes ago, she would always tell me that she loved me and she would just say it, right? But here's the thing, when, you, when you're saying it and there's, there's no back, back up on that with, with action, then how can you really say that you love me? Right? Ghosting me doesn't mean that you love me. It means that you're saying that you love me because that's, that's what you think I want to hear. And then you're showing me your actions of, I need to get away from you. right? Or they don't want to get into that breakup conversation. Something like that. I think that's interesting. I think it's an interesting one. Because a lot of us will believe that like once they send you that first text of, I love you. But then, weirdly, the whole relationship will just break into shambles. That's probably why. Because they're words you believe so much because you wanted to believe them, but they had no actions to follow up on those. And there's there's actions that can be shown, right? However, like I'll, I'll, I'll make a separate podcast on this, but I'll just say this for now. Actions to them, right? Them Their way of showing love and affection is something you should be understanding of, right? Like you, you need to know their love language so that when they're giving love to you in that way, that, that's how you know that's their way of showing love. But at the same time, you need to know your love language. For example, mine is physical touch. So I I want someone, when they say that they love me, I need them to show that to me through cuddles, through hugs randomly, through holding my hand, um, through like, you know, just petting my head, letting me lay in your lap. Like those are things that like for me, showcase that. For you, it could be maybe uh, them giving you a card randomly or buying you a drink and just sending it to your house, right? Those are also other acts of love. You got to Definitely understand that so that when they do say the words, I love you, you need to look for those actions specifically. Next one. Loving someone more than yourself will break you more than anything else. Exactly. And I'm going to break this down because you will lose yourself loving them. The way that I do this is I explain this as, a, as, as an island. This is, this is my analogy for it. Think about two islands. One island represents you and the other island represents your partner. The only thing that makes it a relationship is the bridge that is in between there. The strength of that bridge is dependent on the trust, the communication, the connection, and so forth, right? All those other things and the effort to build that bridge. And as you guys are honing in and building that bridge together, it's only going to become stronger. 
However, most people, the reason why it breaks their heart so much and they lose themselves is most people will build the bridge. However, before it's even fully built, they'll just detach it from their island. They'll just run onto their island and go and try and live on theirs. That's not going to help. It, trust me, it's not going to help you in any way. It's only going to make things worse for you because now you're essentially completely dependent on this person for love if we're using those terms but in this case on that island you're on their island at any point they can just kick you off the island kicking you off means breaking up with you you now have no longer any of the power you're fully dependent that's codependency at its finest most people will get completely consumed in the love that someone is giving them that they'll forget that they need to also make sure that they're having love for themselves as well and that they're not just relying on love from someone that's temporary you know, I, I was uh, I had to go say goodbye to the people who are letting me stay at the house. They're just leaving today. Um, my apologies for that mid cut and pause. But let's get on to this third one. I think this third one uh, probably uh, will wrap it up completely. Sometimes they're just not ready for your love. This was how I got my closure. Like, I don't know how else to explain this to you, but this is the way that I got my closure. Because when someone ghosts you, you don't have much that you can work off of. In fact, you're like in this state of, what the hell? What did I do? Is there something wrong with me? Am I not good enough for love? Right? Like, am I not enough? Right? Like, all of those things that are super low vibrational, low energy, sad. Right? All because of the actions of another person. That is also where I started to learn, do not personalize the actions of another person. If someone who chooses to leave your life, leave. That's the goal. Like, the Wanting someone to stay, even though they're already showing you that they don't, is only going to cause you pain, which is exactly why you're listening to this podcast, exactly why you follow me in general, right? I love you. I just want to make sure that you're getting what you need and that you're not letting people treat you like crap, all right? That's a big thing because that's literally how I spent my entire life. I let people do that to me, all right? Now I'm the confident nice guy who has amazing, amazing confidence and self-worth. That will not allow anyone to do anything or treat them any kind of way that I don't treat myself. When I say sometimes they're just not ready for your love. There's a lot of people that the love that you're giving them is something that they're not even used to. I give healthy love, but I'm used to receiving toxic love. That was something that I noticed with one of my exes. I'm someone who is very affectionate. Not all the time, but if I'm affectionate, I'm affectionate. And I want to show you love. I want to give you my love. I show you that I care. I drove hours and hours to go pick her up in places she was stranded in. I helped her pay things. I do so many things just because I love her, right? I wasn't trying to control her. I was trying to help her improve herself, support her. I was showing healthy love. But she didn't know how to handle that, right? Most people don't. You got to realize that's where understanding their past comes in. Because then you get to understand how they're used to receiving love. And then helping them change that if they're open to it, right? And that also can even give you a closure in itself. Like exes of mine, they've been in households where like no love was ever given to them. Not even the word saying I love you, right? And I've been with a lot of like very bad people and very good people, right? I've had a good mix of both. But that's one thing that you need to understand is maybe the love that you're giving this person isn't right for them. Or maybe the love that you're giving it to them is something that they won't even be ready for for years, that does not mean wait around for years. You have to keep living your life. And honestly, that's the greatest closure you can ever have. Because when you say that to yourself, you know what? 
I'm just giving this person the love that they're not ready to receive. That's great closer. Because now you can walk away knowing that you literally did your best. And that they just didn't appreciate that. And it doesn't make you worthless. It just makes them not the right person to receive your love and affection. That's all. I'm going to answer some Q&A. Because uh, there was a couple questions that I definitely got. And I want to I wanna break these down. Because I promised there would be Q&A in these podcasts. So this is let's roll into the Q&A section of this podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Q&A portion of this podcast. It cut out my audio, so I have to remake it, which is okay. So here it is. The first question, and if you want to get yours on here, be sure to send me a DM. I will not answer them any other way outside of a podcast. All right? I am not someone. And one thing, after I answer your question and you have access to me on DMs, you do not get to ask me for advice on anything and everything after that. You don't. You can wait like everyone else, okay? You don't get full access to me. That's a boundary. I'm setting it, all right? First question is from Tordor. Uh, I'm sorry if I didn't say your name right. Um, Goranov. He says, can you tell me how to treat myself with loyalty? Because he was talking about one of my posts of treat yourself the same way you, you want to be treated in your relationship. When you're treating yourself with loyalty, the best way that I think about that is loyalty is like consistency that's how i think about it right you're being faithful be faithful to yourself and your morals and your boundaries and your self-worth right decide what your boundaries are in your relationship with yourself right how you want to be treated and therefore stick to that that's loyalty right you're being loyal to your beliefs right your morals i think in the way that you can use it that way that's how i see it when you're asking me a question like that let's let's give a better example Treat yourself in a way that you want other people to treat you, right? So when I say that, I mean, if you want someone to be consistent with you, right? You want someone to be consistent with you, you need to be consistent with you, right? In whatever manner that is, right? And let's say you are consistently going on walks every day. Make that consistent. If you're choosing to meditate, make that consistent. If you're choosing to call a friend once per day, make that consistent because you're being consistent with you. And as long as you're being consistent with you, you're being loyal to you and your disciplines and the things that you value, right? Same goes with boundaries, right? When, you're allow- when you treat yourself at a certain level of respect that you won't let yourself talk bad to you, you will not let someone else do that to you, right? That's, that's the way that I think about this. Uh, another thing that you, can, that you can do as well or um, think about it uh, for a third example, and honestly, I'm just spitballing this off the top of my head. For a third example, you could just do, hmm, you want to be loyal, right? So treat myself with loyalty. Okay, so when you want to treat yourself with loyalty, the way that I think about that is possibly being loyal to how you talk to yourself, right? If you want to change the way that you talk to yourself, right? You, let's say you don't, you, you're not, you don't believe you're worthy in love. Be disciplined. Discipline is another word for loyal. Be loyal to yourself and believing in that you are worthy of love. Be disciplined yourself in being okay with being single, right? Whatever you want to choose that standard for you, just be consistent and loyal to it. And that, I think, is a great way to be loyal to yourself, Todor. I hope I answered your question. Um, I gave as many examples as I could off the top of my head. And, um, yeah, let's just hop into the next question. So this one is actually from, they're replying to another post of mine, the first thread post of three things I learned from my ex. She was like, the first one always true. The first one is, if they say they love you within a month, 
that's bullshit. And that this is a, a genuinely very strong opinion that I have. I just got into a relationship and he said that he loves me within the first month, but his actions show me that shows that he loves me. Okay. There's two ways you can play this. You can find that's a huge red flag in my opinion. I don't believe anyone can say that they love you. It's only been a month. You don't need she doesn't even know you. He's being consistent in showing his love and affection to one tenth of you. How can he even possibly be in a relationship with you and say that he loves you? That's how I think about it, especially now going through it a couple of times. You can't say that you love me unless you've seen me in every aspect of me. And in fact, in research showing that it takes six months for people to even start to act like themselves around you. Because that's when the, the phase of the honeymoon and the, the butterflies and all that gets out of there. That's how you know if they really do love you for all your flaws as well. Because that's love. There's a couple ways that I describe love. There's three definitions I have. And either one of these can work for you, but they all pinpoint back to the same thing. Number one, it is an addictive feeling that you get from somebody whenever you are around them. That is the neuroscience definition for it. Number two. Love is what you do in spite of what you feel. To give you an example on that, as much as I was barely receiving the bare minimum from my ex, I drove four and a half hours to go get her from a place that she was stranded in with a friend. There wasn't even a second thought to that. Despite how I felt at that moment, I loved her. So I immediately got in that car and went to go get her. Even though I was busy, I was doing things. I put all that to the side to help her. And that's where I'm saying... If you're going to go out of your way like that for somebody, you need to make sure that they're willing to do the same thing for you. Okay? That love, that kind of love needs to be reciprocated. Third, is loving you and all that you are. What I mean by that is, when someone says that they love you, they love you when you're stressed. They love you when you're mad. They love you when you're sad. They love you when you're depressed. They love you when you're even feeling horrible mentally they love you when you're angry they love you when you're just happy they love you always in anything that you do they still love you unconditional love i don't know if this man can possibly be really showing that because he hasn't been able to see all aspects of you there's one way to play it is that you can take it by that know it's a red flag and leave or play it out and, and start to see as you evolve and you show him more aspects of you, does he really love you, right? Because then his, you'll know his actions, just like you're saying, are matching his words right now. But let's take it two, three months from now. Are those same actions and words changing? Are they still consistent? That's something that you also need to think about. I hope that answers your question. Uh, Jahanvi? 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 I did not say that right, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Third question is from Rachel Cruz, 2008. Hi, my name is Rachel. Rachel, me and my best friend are in a fight, and I told her I need time to make, I need time to myself, and that I need a break from people. She thinks that's mean, and that I'm ending our friendship, but I just need time to myself, and is hoping that you could help me find myself because I really need it. So it would mean a lot. I can't necessarily help you find you, right? That's a very inner journey kind of thing, but I thought this would be a good one to ask because notice how she's putting a boundary, right? Most people think that's mean, and most people are going to think it's mean whenever you're actually doing something that's healthy for you and it's not benefiting them. Most people will not like that, just as an FYI. Like, it's, it's, it's just how it is. 
most people will not like that. Like I've I've had a lot of friendships end just because I was like I don't I don't think this is something that I value in my life at all and they got really really butthurt about it and I was like well I'm sorry I just I don't want to be friends with you anymore you know you're not adding any value to my life you come and talk to me about like bullshit and I don't need bullshit in my life you know I need people who are trying to support me and I'm trying to support them right help me raise my vibration instead of make it lower. So the way that any suggestion I'd say for anyone who's trying to find themselves, and we'll use this in a breakup setting, right? Or anyone who's losing themselves in a relationship or lost themselves in a relationship or just trying to genuinely just uh, improve their relationship with themselves. There's three suggestions that I do because these are all three that I use. Number one, meditation. Get get out get out your, your limited belief system of, oh, but that's stupid, that's so spiritual. It's not. It's literally just the greatest way for you to build a relationship with yourself. It's the greatest way. I have no other suggestions that are nearly as good as that. None. You literally sit there and you just play the role of an observer and just watch your thoughts. You will have such a good understanding of who you are and how you act and how you think and why you chose to be in a relationship with this person and that person. Outside of all the bullshit, you will find your answer there. I promise you that. Uh, second, journaling. That's huge. Journaling's great as well, right? Because journaling can be used for so many different things. It can be used for art. It can be used for self-expression. It can be used to also get to know yourself. Simply make a uh, make a deal with yourself and write one page in a notebook about whatever happened that day and however you thought about it, however you feel about it. And then at the end of the month, read it and still continue it if you'd like. Because you're always going to be unfolding and understanding new things about yourself and maybe how you how you receive love, how you give love, how you want your relationships, right? If we're going to keep it relationship-based. But also, just like I say, and that's why I suggest you guys listen to the rest of my podcast, is you as a person, your relationship with you will affect all of everything else in your life. Everything. That's why I created the Lifesaver podcast, not Heartsaver podcast. Like, I like talking about love. I do. But it, the, the love can only go so far. A lot of it has to do with the way that you treat you. So many of you guys are in crappy situations because you don't have a good relationship with you. So you're allowing yourself to stay there, to be codependent, to be in toxicity, because it's all you know. And you're not willing to go out of what you know. These are all things that I think about. And that I came to a very strong realization of recently that allowed me to build my own confidence, be a single, be absolutely happy with it, not really want anyone, and like all of that. It's, it's great. That's the second suggestion. Third suggestion I just say is for people who can't sit still or um, are using that as their excuse more like, in all of your relationship that you've ever been in, learn the lessons from it. That's a great way to find out who you are, right? Because once, and I always have a phrase, once you figure out who you are, you can then change to who you want to be. And that's what my normal podcasts are about, right? There's ones that are about who do you want to be? Being selfish is okay, right? All of these, if you just go through my Spotify, go through my Apple Podcasts, and just look at all these other podcasts, you'll notice that there's a huge trend of difference. And that's actually really beautiful. So my biggest suggestion there is... Sorry, I just need to take a breath. I want to slow down. My biggest suggestion there is when you're looking back at through those past relationships, think about how you were being treated, did you or did you not like that, how that was making you feel, and why, and then start to peel that onion of why you were even accepting that if you know that's not what's good for you. 
Those are great ways to get to know yourself. Relationships are a great way for you to understand very different aspects of you that you still need to work on and, and grow with, right? And another person is great to be with for that, but it's easily the same thing, just as easy of doing it alone, you know? Those are my three suggestions. I hope that was helpful. I only like to make my podcast about 15 to 20 minutes. So I'm going to definitely end this here, you guys. This is the Heart Saver Podcast. I think it's day four or day five. I do, I say days because I think it's easier instead of episode this, episode that. For this series, if you guys want your advice put on the next podcast, send me a DM and I'll answer it. I'm not going to answer it on DM, but I'll let you know that this will be on the podcast and I'll send you the link when it is posted. All right, you guys, I love you. Take care. Thank you so much for being a part of these podcasts with me and uh, sitting here and just, you know, chatting with me and, and learning. Most importantly, thank you for allowing me to be the teacher and help you guys build that self-worth, build that self-confidence, understand how your relationships with certain people are bad for you and so much more. All right. Take care, you guys. And most importantly, protect your heart from toxic people. If you found these podcasts helpful, I think a lot of kids our age really need to start to understand these things. Be the voice for them. Share these with them. Just like it's helping you, let it help someone else as well. All right, you guys. Peace.